Hello and welcome to Enlightenment and Laughter. And today we're talking about insecurities. Hi. Ace has a beautiful way of taking it away. Today we're going to be talking about insecurities because by people in higher up places who think they are the most beautiful people in the world. When at the end of the day, even they have insecurities too. So they set their beauty standard to make out that their insecurities aren't real and they just try to make themselves feel better. Yeah, I get this. Everyone would do that. Your insecurities could have been beautiful in the past. They could be beautiful in the future. And they very well are beautiful now. Because insecurities, like I said, are just silly little social standards that no one should actually listen to. And yes, we are very much hypocrite. But Yeah, yeah, we are. Also, another side of that whole ordeal is it isn't just celebrities trying to... It also spans from celebrities trying to show their comfortable with themselves uh, but that having a negative effect on other people like it's not always celebrities going oh my god we're gonna like destroy humans yay you know yeah and it's like for me it's kind of upsetting that people actually get that down about celebrities posts like i do it myself so i'm, I'm a hypocrite but like because you can't have both you can't win you know what i mean you can't be happy with your body online yeah. but you can't be unhappy with your body online that is just really contradicting and i feel i feel bad for people who have to deal with the mental strength i'm going actually no i don't care when it's like well you do you really do care like like for instance like I was watching a documentary earlier. It was by Zara McDermott. It was all to do with eating disorders. And she sat down with all these like younger kids, like our age, or a bit older, all talking about how them seeing, like, during lockdown, them seeing all these people online being like, we have to stay healthy, 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 made them feel really insecure about their bodies and, like, finally look at themselves and go, what is wrong with me and how I am? And it's like, but... It makes me feel like kind of disappointed in society as a whole that we've made people feel like they have to first off validate that they're okay with their body and whatever all their insecurities. Two and three, that young people who are online now feel like they have to look like a certain way, which they see online all the time. Yeah. It just makes me think, what like what is actually wrong with our society? And I'm not gonna lie, I'm one of those people who goes online and sees all these guys wearing no shirt and like six pack abs or whatever and you just look at them and go wow like <laughs> you see everyone's comments and they're like oh my god like you're so fit or whatever i hate that word like and you sit there and go is this what people actually want and then you sit there and overthink you sit there and go wait a minute maybe that is what everyone wants and it makes you start to believe that you're not what you're not what people want you know what i mean yeah like we've had many conversations about this like personally <laughs> on both ends like Sorry for like outing you, but still, on both ends, we've had conversations like about this type of stuff where we've both been a bit like, okay, am I good enough for you? Like, I've had a yeah, but don't you want a guy who's like this? And you're like, no, you idiot. <laughs> <laughs> you, you don't realise that you're enough for people anymore. Yeah, because, like, in these day and ages, everyone just wants one of these tall guys or really pretty faces and perfect, well, perfect bodies. And they all just have to be perfect all the time. No issues, no problems. That's what everyone wants these days. And it's hard to find someone that's actually genuine and wants you for you. And I think for me, though, we have the idea that everyone wants this perfect. I don't think as many people as you think in your head, like me me included, because I, I'm being a full-on hypocrite right now, but I don't think as many people as you think are like, oh, they're looking for the perfect person. I don't think they are. They're looking for their perfect person, but in your head you're going, oh, I need to be this certain way for them to want me. Yeah. When I say you, I'm not talking to you, babe. I'm talking to... <laughs> Listen, just to clarify that, 
But like, do you know what I mean? It just makes me go, you shouldn't have to be afraid of being yourself. Like, there's this um, celebrity, um, Nadia Swahala. She's on Loose Woman. And one thing I really like about her is, she's an older lady. She posts photos all the time, I mean, photos of herself, like, showing off her, like, weight and, like, how she's happy with herself and happy with her body. Perfect, quotation mark body and then she'll recreate the photo with her body if we had more people like that in society i don't think as many people would have all these different mental health problems because of insecurities yeah like sticking with the idea of like that documentary i was listening to a lot of people especially during lockdown these insecurities people had this idea of we have to be this weight obviously unless you've been through that yourself you sit there and you go that's not healthy surely you know that or whatever but when you're in the situation it's not as easy as that um, zara mcdermott who actually run the documentary she opened up about herself during lockdown she was on love island and never before that had looked at a calorie she came off and people were like oh my god she's found weight so she then lost a load of weight and got really really thin then was told oh you're so you're so thin you're, you're this is like scary for us to look at and like you're causing us to have these eating disorders and stuff. And when you look at that, you go, what do you people want? Because you say in one minute, oh, she's too overweight, and you think she's too thin. She shouldn't have to be anything because you say it. Like, anyone shouldn't yeah. be anything because you've told them they have to be there. The amount of people who gain an eating disorder because of a throwaway comment about, like, an insecurity, like weight or... Oh, it's unfair on how many young people now are being exposed to this sort of language, like oh, you're too fat, or you're overweight, or you're too thin, and you're too skinny, and you look ill, and imagine how that impacts a child, seeing people, older people who are meant to be role models, adults who are meant to be role models, saying all these different things, it leads kids to believe it's okay. So more and more young people are telling other young people they're too overweight, or they're too thin, they look ill, they look fat, or whatever. Imagine how many kids from those comments, from these young people, are gaining eating disorders, starting to self-harm, having suicidal thoughts, having anxiety about their way, having anxiety about, am I going to get a comment off this person today? Am I going to get a comment off this person today? Yeah, like, I have a nine-year-old sibling, right? And she's already worrying about how she looks and her weight and social standards because of all of these people at her schools that have been on social media, been on TikTok, have been picking up on what older people have been saying to each other and going around and thinking that it's okay to say it to other children and students in schools. It's just like i have a sibling who's 11 and she's always posing for a camera and she seeing that from a child that age makes me go what has happened but when i was like young i didn't even have a phone you're seeing all these children now having phones from younger ages being exposed to this culture which is really really toxic and you're seeing more and more kids like who are younger, being insecure of things, more kids being horrible about different things because they saw adults do it oh well if he does it and he's like this age it's fine it's like no, it's not. You shouldn't be talking to anyone like that, making someone feel uncomfortable in their own skin. It isn't just like it leads to eating disorders. In like the worst case scenario, it could lead someone into a state of depression. Which during lockdown, I went into a state of depression, not just because of like not being able to see people in the change, because you were seeing all these people saying staying really thin. I was getting more and more overweight. I wasn't going out as much. I wasn't moving. I wasn't actually doing any exercise. And I went into a state of depression during lockdown, which eventually 
as you guys know, so keep, we always mention the podcast, so I always find a way to mention it. Not purposefully, it just happens. November 2022, I then started self-harming and had the suicidal moment. It all kind of spurred from this depression which built during lockdown. I don't think people realise like how much, even those comments can impact someone badly. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's really frustrating to me because... People go, oh, it's a nice comment, they shouldn't care. Like, I shouldn't really be annoyed or whatever. But I'm like, yeah, but you're commenting on a single photo or a couple photos on a load of photos going, oh, you look so good in this photo. And then they're like, then it makes the person go, wait a minute, do I not look nice in all these other photos? Do I look bad in these photos? Do I need to just look like I am in these photos? There are a certain way I look in this photo, which is different to the other photos. Makes them overthink. And then it starts the process all over again, which kind of leads to that anxiety of like, oh my God, I need to be on top of everything. I need to be, make sure I look like this. Make sure I don't go out with that makeup on if I'm a girl or even some boys. I need to make sure I'm wearing clothes which doesn't reveal anything or wearing clothes that does reveal something. It starts off that like plethora of questions. Yeah. I'm scared for like people in the future who have to live with people if it gets worse, like because it's already bad enough. It's kind of scary, like especially considering, as you said, like your sister is already like caring about social standards and all the other stuff it's scary that like yeah and i think it's really really unfair for children that age to have to feel like they have to live up to these new beauty standards and they have to pose for the cameras and they have to wear these popular outfits you know and i feel like people shouldn't be taught to live under the scrutiny of others i don't know where all these really big fancy words are coming from today but you know i'm, I'm rolling with it <laughs> It isn't fair, like, sitting in a classroom full of people and knowing people are staring at you and going, oh, my God, what are they wearing? Oh, my God, what are they doing? Why are they acting like that? Because, like, how is that fair? How is it fair to sit there and go, get over it? I know people have their own ideas of what they think is normal or whatever. Like, as human, you can't really change that. But doesn't mean you should be showing it to people, telling people, and putting people down because of what you think should be happening. Because if it's not affecting you, it doesn't matter. You're allowed your own opinion. This is not me going, you're not allowed to hate on these type of people because blah, 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 blah. You can do what you want. Just there is no need to be spreading the hate which is in your head. Your opinion is your opinion. But if it's mean, if it's going to hurt someone, if it's going to put someone down and make someone feel horrible about themselves, Keep it to yourself. Yeah. Like, no one is asking for your opinion. Bye-bye. No. (laughs) The rate of... Not to be dark here, but the rate of suicide and people who self-harm and mental health problems on a whole due to other people, it is rising, which is scary. Young teenagers and children. And that, the thought of that physically scares me. Especially because we both have siblings who are younger than us. And as much as they get on our nerves, we still still care about them, you know? Obviously, they have family rights. But knowing they're going to grow up in this society where there's this pressure on like you need to look this way you're a horrible person and you're gonna be hated and laughed at there's more chance of them growing up with this feeling of i'm not good enough and them spiraling into the spiral of mental health problems yeah and we both deal with mental health problems ourselves so we know it's not fun and we don't want them to go through that like i don't want my little siblings growing up to think that they have to be a certain way or they have to be like one of these i don't want my siblings to have to think that they have to buy all of these expensive clothes just to look nice or they have to look nice at all because my siblings and everyone should be able to wear what they want look how they want and not feel pressured exactly 
but that isn't a reality at the moment which we live in and it's really it makes me sick that we can't actually live how we want to it makes me feel sick that they're grown up or growing up being taught you're not good enough you have to wear all this makeup all the time you're not allowed to look like you're crying you're not allowed to look this that the other you're not allowed to have a bad day you're not allowed to you're not allowed to be loud you're not allowed to it's just all of these social standards which really are just social standards upsetting to be honest because obviously we're still growing up with these social standards ourselves you're pretty good at just going fuck it i don't care language <laughs> why because small children why? you bad child we, we swear a lot still bad child <laughs> but yeah you're pretty good at like going, I don't care about the social standards. I'm going to dress how I want, which is really, really cool. Your style is amazing. <laughs> what? The first time I met you and you were wearing your hat and your jacket. Like your, like your denim, denim? That's not the right word, is it? What's it called? Flannel. Flannel jacket. That you then stole. Which I then stole. <laughs> because, yes. And the hat. You stole the hat. I stole it all, yes. <laughs> it's a style which a lot of people in the society would we live think, in would oh that's emo oh that's depressing it's not it's your like... normal average clothing um, I say no you're wrong it's actually just really really cool clothes I think it's so difficult to be yourself now because if you act like yourself you get judged yeah if you don't act the way everyone wants you to act it's weird or it's wrong or you're a weirdo and it's like no that isn't right that's not how this works. We're just being ourselves like we're, we're told, like we're meant to be. Yeah. Like, like society can say, oh, be yourself and act however you want. But then as soon as you start to do that, they're like, ew, no, you're weird. You need to do this now. Well, for instance, like with, once again, re- re- referring back to the Zara McDermott thing, she was told, oh, you're too overweight now. You've put on some pounds or whatever. Lose weight or blah, 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 blah. She, lo- she lost weight, posted about how proud she was of her journey like i finally off some weight i look better now I'm, I'm happy with myself oh my god you make me feel sick like you're like you're making you're showing all these kids this type of body making it feel like they should be like this and it's like make up your mind what do you guys want in society do you want like do you know what i mean made someone change up their whole look just to please you and then you're not even happy with it then you're yeah then you're throwing it back in their face going oh my god you're making you're gonna make kids blah 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 blah, blah, blah. like you're gonna make kids have eating disorders you're gonna make kids think this is how they're meant to be don't you think that's what you're doing? Yeah. I think it's very similar with schools. I know this is like really off topic right now, but if you've seen on TikTok lately, on a lot of the quote unquote weird videos, people are now making fun of autistic people and hating on autistic people just for being autistic, which is something that they can't control, saying, oh, is he acoustic? Not even saying autistic how it's supposed to be set making fun of the word the disability everything about it a lot of these episodes recently have just been like be kind just try and be bloody kind it's just frustrating to me that people sit there and think oh i'm so good i'm so nice it's like no you're not you're sitting there telling and then they'll someone go straight on social media and start making fun of someone's body or the way they act like you can be a great person in person person in person you can be a great like human, but doesn't mean you're any better for acting like a certain way around people online. 
just because you're hiding behind a screen doesn't mean you're safe, you know what I mean? You're safe to do what you want and be horrible. Yeah. It means just be nice. Be kind. Actually, let people live their lives how they want to live it. Don't throw shade on people who want to live their life. Like, grow up. Yeah. Like, it's really, really disrespectful to just make someone believe that they have to be or look a certain way. And then even after doing that and they actually do it, you then make them feel bad about themselves for doing it. And it's just a constant cycle. Doing what you told them to do just pisses me off. Like, it's a constant cycle because once they do it, they're told that they've done it to upset other people and then they go back to how they were and then they're told to do it again. you got to think of how destroying that must be to someone who, like... You know what I mean? That has to deal with that on a daily basis. Yeah. Like, it must be, like, soul-destroying. Like, I'm lucky that I don't actually post many photos of myself. Unless I'm with friends or whatever. Or with you. I post a lot of us. But, like, unless I'm with someone else, I don't post myself. Because I know I'm not, like, the socially accepted body type. And I don't want comments going, oh, yeah, you're so fat or whatever, because can I deal with that? No. Because I already think that, I already think that about myself anyway. And you shouldn't. You're perfect, just tell you what. And that goes for anyone else listening as well. I think that is, like, the biggest message I can try and throw is, like, even with the things that you think are bad about yourself, there's always someone out there things you're perfect yeah and it might take a little while to find that person but once you find them you're going to be happy and you're going to be with them forever very subtle <laughs> <laughs> but like genuinely I do think people need to realise that just be kind yeah also, if you can't tell, I'm filming this during December and I have a cold. So, my voice might be a bit weird. So, the next part we're going to, like, talk about is disabilities and, like, insecurities that come with that. And I'm going to let Ace lead this bit. Lately on social media, such as TikTok and Instagram, there are all of these expectations of people not to have these disabilities that they cannot control. And like I mentioned earlier, there's all of this hate coming towards autistic people now and handicapped people. And it's just not fair. Yeah, and I feel like 
you've got to understand that people with disabilities already feel disconnected from society in a way. They already feel like uh, they already know they're different. You, they don't need reminding of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. They need to be treated like everyone else because, in the long run, in reality, they are. They're, they're still normal people. Yeah, like they can still do ev- anything that anyone else can do, and they can still learn. They can still go to school. They can still get jobs. It's not like they aren't able to do anything. It's just, you need to get rid of the stigma of, oh, they're disabled, blah, blah, blah. That's what defines them as a person, because that's not true. Like, a person who has a disability isn't their disability, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Like, their their disability isn't the only thing about them. They're they're a person. There's still a person in there. You know what I mean? Mm Mm-hmm. And it frustrates me to think that people go, oh, you're a disability, so you're going to be the centre of our jokes now. Ha ha ha. It's like... No. 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 That's not that. And on the topic of disabilities and insecurities to do with disabilities... If you've seen the rate of autistic or disabled people in general that are actually finding partners and finding people that actually love them for them, it's dropping like dramatically because of all of this hate that disabled people get. And it's kind of like, get over it. Not the disabled people, the people who are hating it's like they're different like great like <laughs> cool cool coolio you know yeah and I'm in my opinion, that again. i'd rather date someone that was different because all That's of these standards me. i don't like these standards you know like i yeah. find the quote unquote unacceptable people to be the better people in life Um, to be honest, for me, I don't look at people and go, oh, they're overweight, they're skinny, I like that type of person, they have a disability, they don't, I go, they're a person, they're cool, I like them. (laughs) Yeah. Like, literally, when I first met Ace, I look at them and go, hmm, they look like a girl, they look this or the other, blah, 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 blah. I just looked at them when they're not really, really cool. I think I like them. <laughs> like, genuinely, that's how it happened. Like, the first time I met you, I was like, they're interesting. They're, they're like, I, they really intrigue me. Like, it's really cool. I want to know more about this person. I'm not going to lie. When I first met you, I did notice you staring quite a few times. And I was like, hmm have I got something on my clothing? Do I not look okay? And, like, I was really panicking. But then you started talking to me, and you were this really, really sweet guy. And I was like, wow, okay, this is new. It's kind of like, yeah. It kind of, that just proves the point of, like, society has made us believe that if someone's staring at you, it's a bad thing. 
someone's looking at you, they're thinking about thing about you. Like this is what overthinking has come to because of people's standards. Yeah. It made people go, mm, wait a minute, I'm not right. <laughs> I have to, like, figure out what's wrong with me. It's like, there's nothing wrong with you. You're perfect just the way you are. <laughs> and, like, it just goes to show that, like, there are so many people struggling when you don't even realise. Yeah. Like, they like, could be masking and you wouldn't even know it. It's like not everyone goes around with a big I'm depressed on their forehead. Like <laughs> like not everyone goes around like writing everything wrong about them with, with, with a big banner waving it around screaming it for a speaker. Like some people are <laughs> people are genuinely hurting and you don't even realise because of stuff you've said. Yeah. It just goes to show, like, just think before you speak. Yeah, like, your words could have an impact on someone's life. Like, someone's dad could have left them, not meaning to, like, their dad could have died or been sent somewhere else or being put in prison for something they didn't do. And then you could call them fatherless and that could really hurt them. And or... not even the fact of like their father didn't mean to. If someone's father's left for any reason, you don't know why. You have no right to comment on that. Because yeah. how would you this is the way I put it. How would you feel if you had lost your father in any way, you didn't see your dad anymore, not physically US. Um if you couldn't see your dad anymore and then someone else was giving that comment to you instead of the other way around, how would you actually feel? So I'm telling you, it you hurts. wouldn't, you, you wouldn't be all sunshine and rainbow. Yeah. Like, it, it really like, does hurt. It's not all sunflowers and rainbows anymore, you know? Yeah. I just think people need to realise that people are still people, if you know what I mean. It doesn't matter if they have one parent, doesn't matter if they have two parents, doesn't matter if they have two dads. Doesn't matter if they have two mums. They are still a person. And it doesn't matter if they have a mum, dad, step mum, stepdad. Yeah. Like it doesn't affect you. Keep your like, nose it's out none of, of your it. business. Like as long as the person is happy, that's all that matters. Yeah. Like. And either way, if they haven't spoke to you about it, you're probably not important. <laughs> what? Like, if the person who's in the situation hasn't spoke to you about it, it's probably none of your business. They probably don't want you to know. Keep your nose out of it. Exactly. Because there are so many, like, insecurities about anything you do. Like, if you do something wrong in class, put your hand up. Oh, wrong answer. You don't feel insecure to put your hand up again because you're like, oh, I don't know enough. I'm not smart enough. I need to learn more. Blah, 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 blah. Like, like people so... shouldn't have to feel like that. There's so many standards of, like, you need to be this certain way or else we're going to kill you. Um, Like, society, you have that big pressure of, like, having to be a certain way or you're, or you're failing. Yeah. 
and you really should never be made to feel like that because you probably haven't done anything wrong. I think you just need to find a way where you can prove to yourself you've done nothing to be wrong. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, what's one way you help yourself from, like, disassociating with the social standards? Sorry, what did you say? What's one way you stop yourself from, like, associating with, with the social standards? To be honest, it was when I started listening to a certain artist that I started to change myself because I was like, hmm, this style's really, really cool. I think I like this style more than the style that I already wear. So then I started to change the way that I dressed and the way I acted. And yeah, got a lot of hate. Did I listen to it? No, because that's just how I was brought up. And yeah, it hurt, but over time i saw that deep down they're actually just insecure and they try and fling their insecurities on other people to try and cope with it yeah and yeah might not be the best coping mechanism in the world but they're trying to cope you know yeah and like please don't do that if you're listening don't throw insecurities onto other people but also, give it a minute to like think about stuff when someone is acting out or acting like that about someone's insecurity because there could be a bigger reason behind it. They could be struggling themselves. Do they give them the right? No, not at all. But they're still hurting and they're still people too. So I'm yeah. kind of, what I'm trying to say is if you're saying stuff like this, be kind. And if you if you know someone who's saying this stuff, help them. Just ask if they're okay. Make sure their day's going all right. And just make sure that they're getting the help that they need. Because actually, there are some people out there that bully other people because they've been bullied and didn't know how to deal with it. And you know? I feel like, yeah, and like society on a whole is messed up. Um, <laughs> and like, you just got to try and find your way to like cope. Yeah. Because. I'm not saying it's going to be the easiest thing on earth because it's definitely not. But like, you've just got to try and find your own little coping mechanisms because if you don't, it's going to be a lot harder. Yeah. Like, find the people in your life who like will tell you you're beautiful. Find, find your aces. That actually love you for you and don't just love you because you fit in or you're part of these social standards and you actually look like how everyone wants you to you but need to same, find 
like you for you and your personality. But at the same time, like, don't feel like you're a horrible person if you go along with social standards. Like, for instance, at school and other places, just because, as like as much as we're saying, don't do this, don't do this, don't do this. High school is a horrible place. And I can understand how difficult it is to be around these kids who have all these views. And if you don't have the same views, they're going to get, like, murdered. And it's not as easy as you think to not follow them. So I'm saying, please try and not. But if you can't, just try and be kind. If you know what I mean? Like, if you do support the social standards, you still shouldn't be rude to someone because they don't fit into the social standards. Yeah. Like, let's say someone's... Let's say someone is gay and part of your social standards is that they shouldn't be. You know, like yeah. you shouldn't be rude to them just because they're gay. If they have a rude personality, then you still should try to be nice. But if they are rude to you, then yeah, I get it. If they have a rude personality, I'm gonna sit here and go. If they have a rude personality, you have no right to be nice back to them. You can be nice back to them if you really try. But like, if they're a rude person to most people. Me, personally, I will try to be nice, but will that happen? Probably not. Probably not. There's nothing against anyone, but, like, if you're rude, I just can't put up with you. But, like... We're just trying to say... I mean, the overall message here is just be kind. Yeah. Maybe you not, you're a dickhead, but... Language. <laughs> Please, someone put in the Q&A box below how many times A said language in this episode. <laughs> because probably a lot. <laughs> I swore. I swear a lot. Because you're a silly little child. A silly little fucking Millie. <laughs> Stop. You're bullying me now. <laughs> All this talk about being kind and you're bullying me. <laughs> I love you. I love you too. But like, also on the lines of loving you, um, find the person who loves you for you, as we keep saying. like, You don't want a person that loves you just for your looks. Like, looks are just an added bonus to me. I go for personality. I don't go for gender. I don't go for looks. I go for the personality. If they've not got a nice personality, then I'm not going to want to be friends with them. I'm definitely not going to date them. For me, you need to find someone who loves you for everything. That's how I find people I like. Like... I have to like everything about you to actually like you. 
like personality definitely comes before looks. Like hundred and fifty five percent comes before looks. You always say one hundred and fifty five. Yes, like looks is definitely not the first thing. I go, hmm, they look nice. I want to date them. No, like, yeah, like, but I have to like like the way you look. Like your personality. Personality always first. If we if I don't like your personality, no chance of me I like you. But Yeah. I have to kind of like your looks as well. It's how this is just me being honest. Like I have to like your looks as well to be able to properly like love you and be with you, you know what I mean? Yeah. Well you why I love you because you're perfect. <laughs> you're gonna but... make everyone feel single. Stop. It's fine. I'll just, I'll just make sure to keep all of the lovey-dovey stuff in. Like, we know we said it. But, yeah. Just be kind. He's the biggest messenger. Okay. This is the fun part. For the end of this episode, you've not been doing an episode before, so you never know our actual little rule. Like, how I end every episode is, you tell us the overall message like, you want to bring from this episode. And then, basically, it's like one message which you want to just really push from the idea of this whole episode. Take it, take it away, Ace. To just be kind and love yourself. Okay. <laughs> mine, you've still both been mine. Um, mine are probably besides those two. Learn to love yourself, yourself how you want to love others, and how you want others yeah. to love you. Because if you don't love yourself, how do you expect someone else to love you? And if you don't love yourself, how can you love someone else? Exactly. Being a bit of a hypocrite here again, but. If you can't love yourself, then you're not really emotionally available to love someone else. Yeah. I just feel like you need to try and learn to love yourself to be functionable in life. Because you, even though you might not love yourself, deep down you're an amazing person and you have no reason to hate yourself because... Someone loves you, and if someone can love you, that means there's reasons to love yourself. That's my message. If someone can love you, there's reasons to love yourself. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I enjoyed it because I finally got to record with my girlfriend. Yay! <laughs> and next episode. I think the next one is a topic debate. Yes. Thank you. Brain dead. It's been a long morning. (laughs) Next episode is our topic debate for this season. All all focusing around the Doctor Who 60th anniversary. Which I filmed alongside Sky. And you were there for when we filmed this, actually. But it yeah, was, I was just when you were in the background. Yeah, it was when you weren't confident of being on camera. 
not on camera, on audio. But now you are. But yeah, they were in the background. Um, and it's a fun episode. It definitely jumps away from the seriousness of love yourself. Rah! It's a very chaotic episode. Yeah. And it's our second to last of this season. <laughs> like, one episode away from the finale, guys. Of this basically year-long season. My lord. We started this January last year. Season two. But with all of the, like, staff changes, the exams the year 11s have had. Yeah. Like... It's all been a bit of a chaos. So, if you if you guys don't see us for a while after this finale, it means we're working very hard on trying to get ready for the season three, which are the rest of our specialist episodes. Then, trying it back for season four, which will be our final full season of Enlightenment and Laughter. But there's still more to come after that. We'll reveal more. Well, no, by now it will be have re- revealed on Christmas Day. Hope, hope we get to see you all soon. Please listen to next week's episode. It's a great episode. And it's a, one of our final proper episodes before the finale. I've loved having Ace aboard, aboard the ship of the Enlightenment and Laughter. <laughs> How, have you enjoyed it? Yeah, it's pretty fun. Chaos, but fun. Yeah, so we hope you all enjoyed, and we hope you'll tune in next week. Love you all, and see you next week. Bye-bye.